This is IGN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Fun for a few rounds, but currently light on content. This is your IGN review of Fortnite Rocket Racing by Gabriel Moss. Fortnite must be going through its third awakening right now. I haven't played a single round of Battle Royale for weeks, and that's mainly because I can no longer make it past the starting menu without running face-first into a flurry of full-sized spin-offs framed as new game modes. Fortnite Rocket Racing, an arcade racer that mixes ideas from both Rocket League and Fortnite, is one of them. And while it's very much in its infancy, this bare-bones first draft is fun enough to call it the beginning of what could become a great standalone racing game one day. But even with 26 decently-sized maps, seamless integration into Fortnite's broader progression systems, and easy-to-set-up cross-platform multiplayer for up to 12 players, Rocket Racing struggles to stay fresh after you've seen through the cracks of its simplistic car handling and questionable multiplayer balance. Even with a great idea at the center of its circuit, it's difficult to declare this a victory royale. Don't let the Rocket League tie-in confuse you. Rocket Racing only shares its association with the previous game developed by Psyonix in that it also features toy cars doing physics-defying stunts. Instead, Rocket Racing tastefully borrows inspiration from games like Distance, Roll Cage, Wipeout, and Grip Combat Racing. There are 12 cars on the map, each trying to reach the finish line first. Pretty standard stuff, but Rocket Racing's twist on that formula is that drifting fills up your boost meter similar to Mario Kart, allowing you to zoom past the competition after gaining enough momentum. There are no items or weapons on the map like you'd find in similar combat racers. Instead, your sole focus is on maintaining your max speed while selectively drifting, boosting, and generally avoiding other players or obstacles that would slow you down. This is a strong concept on its own, only made better by the added layer of depth jumping and flying introduces. You can tap a button to shoot your car into the air, and holding that same button down makes you fly at the cost of your vehicle's speed. Likewise, you can use your car's jump and flight controls to quickly navigate out of the path of an obstacle clinging to a wall or ceiling, kind of like in distance. Keeping things interesting, it's great that each map presents different obstacles and alternate pathways that force you to choose your approach carefully, since you can easily miss speed boosts placed on the track or drift into a hazard, causing you to explode and respawn somewhere behind the rest of the pack. Speed boosting is the name of the game, and there are several ways you can quickly boost ahead of the crowd, at least in theory. All this boosting and thrusting feels and sounds good in action, but there are a few esoteric systems under the hood which don't always feel transparent or fair, and that's where Rocket Racing's problems begin to appear. 
For instance, hitting the gas on the green light at the beginning of each match can give you up to 100% extra speed, depending on your exact timing. But even when I timed it just right, it felt like I was consistently only landing 35-40% to boosts. It's nice that if you get too far behind, Rocket Racing goes out of its way to help you catch up with everyone else near the rear without putting in much effort. But even when I'm clearly ahead of everyone else, it seems like my drifting and tight steering don't go quite as far to keep me ahead. Other players will miraculously appear out of nowhere, taking the lead just in time to steal my first place spot before I reach the finish line. It's understandable that there are protections in place to keep matches more interesting to the very end, especially considering the vast performance chasms Fortnite attempts to cover in its cross-platform matchmaking, but when Rocket Racing punishes you for doing well, it can speedily suck the fun out of playing competitively. Aside from a few network issues on my provider's end, which were present on every system I tested Rocket Racing on, over the course of an entire weekend, it's a smooth and tight experience no matter how beefy your gaming machine. I've always been impressed by the wizardry behind Fortnite's multiplayer systems, allowing over 100 players to coexist in the same map at once during Battle Royale matches, regardless of hardware. The chaos and high-speed action of rocket racing makes me appreciate that aforementioned wizardry even more, seeing as how hard it must be to keep everyone on even footing with this much stuff happening in this tight of a space. The main problem with rocket racing is that there's just not much to it right now. Even though it has 26 maps, most of them rarely make it into circulation, which leaves the impression that there is significantly less stuff to see. Softening that blow, Fortnite still lets you scroll down a list and select one map to play at a time, and this is especially useful if you're sick of the popular rotation, but its current way of facilitating that choice isn't all that convenient. The amount of time needed to find a match slows down dramatically if you have to manually select a specific map from the list every time instead of opting for general matchmaking, and it's not like you can pick and choose a bunch of maps to plot out your own custom playlist. Rocket Racing is certainly worth a few rounds if you're already into either Fortnite or arcadey racers, though it doesn't yet have enough going for it to permanently attract anyone away from other beloved multiplayer games like Rocket League or Mario Kart. Still, its brief races are speedy enough to keep me entertained between other activities, and I love how simple and easy it is to get online buddies playing together across platforms, even though its underdeveloped racing mechanics, lack of content, and absence of local multiplayer means it struggles to stay fresh for too long. Fortnite Rocket Racing's IGN score? 6. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Fortnite updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.